everybody. Welcome to another episode of Laguna Beach, the podcast. As always, it's your host, Kelly. Last week, I started the podcast off with a hot take about Gossip Girl. This week, I think I want to do Vampire Diaries. I don't know how many of you watched it, but I do think Caroline Forbes deserves the same amount of respect that we give Brooke Davis. There I said it. It's off my chest. I'm feeling good now. I also wanted to thank everybody for tuning in to the Live with Talon. It will end up on the podcast soon. I've just been kind of, I want to say busy, but I think the word is unmotivated. I think that right now, I, I feel like I should be a lot more productive than I am. And it's kind of messing with me a little bit. You know, I originally wanted to put out like more podcast episodes and do all this cool stuff. And then everything kind of happened and I'm like, well, shit, like I do work from home and I thought it would be a lot easier than it is, but it's tough. So if you work from home like regularly, I give you a lot of credit. I wouldn't be, I mean, I've done this for two months now and I've just about lost my mind, but I hope we're all feeling good. I hope we're all doing well. Um, I think the talent live went really well. I think we're going to see more. Laguna talent, Laguna Biatch talent things come down the road. So fingers crossed about that one. I want to say thank you guys for joining, being so respectful. And a lot of people did, um, a few people, not a lot, a few people did DM me and ask why I didn't ask about his engagement or like high school graduation or college. Those were just things that, you know, him and I talked about some things and he didn't want me to ask certain questions. And like, he gave us a lot of information, which was awesome. I feel like he gave us a lot of tea. We always love that. And he's still a dreamboat. I mean, I feel like I was blushing that whole podcast, um, whole live. I literally like looked at myself and I was like, holy shit, Kelly, your cheeks are bright red, chill out. (laughs) But again, thank you guys so much for joining. And yeah, hopefully we have a couple more lives lined up. I mean, it's only taken like a pandemic for these Laguna boys to finally give me the time of day. (laughs) No, but the reason they do these lives is because we're all respectful and we all understand that there are certain things that they don't want to talk about. But there has been more Jay and Kristen drama. Um, I really feel like it's never ending and I can't believe that I thought this was going to be a nice, quiet divorce. feel very stupid for predicting that. But anyway, we're going to talk about the hills and then we're going to talk about the divorce and then we're going to talk about some other stuff because you guys asked a lot of great questions this week or gave me a lot of ideas. I guess not. sometimes it's questions, sometimes it's ideas, but either way, I got a whole bunch. So it'll be good for like this week and next week. I will say this episode, as I've talked about like previous episodes, some episodes, (laughs) how many times can I say episodes in a row? Um, Some episodes are just like setting us up for the future and that is exactly what this one is. It kind of is it's always like episode three episode five I think we already had an episode like this this season but it's okay there's a lot that happens and there's like a shit ton of episodes in this season but this is episode five season three it's called rolling with the enemy and also this is the season where they stop paying royalties and start using elevator music so that's really unfortunate But it begins with the recap as always and we find out that Brody and Lauren are hanging out again and she's basically like somebody doesn't like that. So Spencer's not a huge fan of this friendship. He is gonna really get upset with Brody so get ready for that. But we open at the apartment the Audrina and Lauren apartment and Lauren goes I can't believe Justin just left you. And then Audrina's like, I think I overreacted. And Lauren, of course, goes, well, I don't. And Audrina's basically saying she's going to keep dating Justin Bobby. She doesn't really care. She's like, it's a roller coaster, but I can't wait for this to stop. 
And then Audrina quickly switches to the subject of Spidey because she's like, oh my God, if we keep talking about this, Lauren's going to really hate Justin. Let's talk about people she already hates. Lauren has to focus her judgment elsewhere. But Lauren informs her that Brody says that he and Spencer have drifted. She's like, yeah, you know, we're kind of bonding because obviously I drifted with Heidi and then Brody and Spencer drifted apart. It's kind of crazy how things work. And then Audrina, Audrina says with a big smile on her face, they're going to be pissed when they find out we all hung out. (laughs) And that is it. That is breakfast. That is the breakfast chat. Basically, Audrina is going to sit on this roller coaster with Justin Bobby. Brody and Lauren are hanging out again. And Spidey is not going to be very pleased. So now we're at Bolt House and we see Zaddy Brent and he's hosting a meeting, but decides to stir the pot a little bit. I feel like Brent hasn't really been in the seasons much. And then he decides to come back and and just just stir the pot a tiny bit. He looks at Heidi and he's like, are Lauren and Brody dating again? Because I saw them out over the weekend. (laughs) That's how he talks. And then Heidi in her very serious voice goes, last time I heard they hated each other, but it's kind of funny. And you can tell she's kind of like, what the fuck? But then we find out that Bolthouse is hosting a big party. He's like, Manchester United, the soccer, I mean, football club is coming. He doesn't say Manchester United. He says the Chelsea Soccer Club. My bad. But the Chelsea Soccer Football Club is coming and Heidi is going to set up the check-ins. That's Heidi's job. And a lot of people have asked me if Heidi really worked for Brent. And she said she worked for him for like eight months But it was just, you know, more for the show after that. After season one, or maybe like halfway through season two, she said it was just a part of the show rather than her actual job. But now we have an Audrina and Kiara moment, and Audrina fills her in on the barbecue. She's like, Lauren got emotional thinking about friends in LA and finding good friends in general, like... Her and Heidi had such a bad friend breakup. And then Audrina talks a little bit about Justin Bobby leaving. And she goes, this is like the first time I've ever cried over a guy. I don't know if I believe this is the first time you're crying over Justin Bobby. I kind of feel like that's a lie. But then she says, she's just over it. She's like, (laughs) again, she's like, I really like him, but it's just such a roller coaster. It's always so up and down. It's like a roller coaster. And then Kiara, know what Kiara says? She goes, well, roller coasters are fun. No, that is bad advice, Kiara. You tell her, get off that roller coaster. Also, for the record, I'm not like a huge roller coaster person. I used to think I could be, so I'd always try and go on roller coasters, but they're just not for me. And you know what? If roller coasters aren't for you, don't let your friends shame you about it. (laughs) I feel like whenever I tell people I don't like roller coasters, they're like, what do you mean you don't like roller coasters? I'm like, I don't know. I like spinny rides. I like rides that, you know, will go like backwards or teacups or whatever. I don't know. But roller coasters, roller coasters and I just don't get along. Maybe like a little one. I could probably go on a little roller coaster and be okay. But those big ones, I'm going on a rant. I'm going to stop my roller coaster rant. You guys just went on a roller coaster rant. That probably felt like a roller coaster. How poetic. So now we are at Spidey's apartment and Spencer's facial hair is coming in very nicely. And Heidi tells him about Brody and Lauren and Spencer's face like drops. Again, if they were really acting this whole time... Deserve Oscars, like 100% these guys all deserved Oscars if all of this was fake. But I think we've seen them all try and act, and it hasn't been super great. Anyway, Spencer's like, that's like hell freezing over. Good for them, they need each other. And he's all pissed off, like he is not happy at all. 
Now we're at Lay Due, a little bit later in the day, I'm gonna assume. I always just assume that these are all like three days. <laughs> like, no, it's all happens in three days. But Lauren talks about her bathroom experience and I feel like her bathroom experience has happened to me and maybe I've been involved in an experience like this, who knows? But I feel like most people don't have this reaction to what she says, but she's yelling so you know she's wasted. She goes, there are three sinks in the bathroom and I was at one and then these two girls were next to each other and just started making out. They just grabbed each other like hair in their hands in their hair making out so hard. And I got out of there as quickly as I could. Lauren is straight up shook. Lauren is like, oh my God, people are doing these crazy things. I mean, sometimes things happen, Lauren. And then she goes like this. She goes, who makes out in a public restroom with another girl? Well, Lauren, listen, let me tell you something. Sometimes people get really drunk. Sometimes you just (laughs) see a pretty girl in the bathroom. (laughs) But enough about me. Back to the hills. Frankie and Brody end up showing up and they invite everyone to the Roosevelt pool. They're like, on Sunday, we're going to go to the Roosevelt pool. We're going to hang out. It's going to be great. And Lauren goes, yeah, I'm there every Sunday. And Brody's like, oh, 6 a.m. Are you there at 6 a.m.? Maybe she is. Yeah, Brody. Lauren's there at 6 a.m. Sunday fun day is great. I miss Sunday fun day. Sunday fun day is going to come back in a big way. And then a hangover Monday is not going to be fun. But then Lauren's like, no, what's more fun than the pool? Your condo. And everyone's like, ooh, Lauren's feeling it tonight. Lauren wants Brody tonight. But then he says, let's go to the condo now. Let's bounce. Let's bounce. Let's go to the condo now, player. (laughs) And Lauren goes, will Spencer be there? And he goes, Spencer stays home all night. Spencer doesn't go out anymore. No, he's not going to be there. I like you. We're friends. Let's party. Let's get out of here. All right, Brody, let's go. But they all stand up and leave. It doesn't look like Audrina goes with them. It looks like Frankie, Lowe, Brody, and Lauren. But I could be wrong. Audrina could have went with them. The next morning, we're at Teen Vogue, and Lauren and Whitney are looking through clothes. And it's kind of funny. I'm going to play an audio clip. It's kind of a longer one. Just giving you a heads up. But Whitney's, like, attempting Whitney wisdom. But it's also funny because she kind of calls Lauren out for her actions by accident and then tries to, like figure out how to make it better where she didn't just offend Lauren because you know you don't want to offend Lauren Conrad, especially not on the hill. She will end you, or at least she will end your storyline. But I'm going to play a clip in three, two, one. I was. I went to Ledu. That's fun. Yeah. Lily McNeil, pink shirt. Oh, I did find it. Oh, okay. So I did Yeah, this, I already found it. Brody and Frankie were there, too, so we all just sat together. Oh, that's nice. Mm-hmm. No Spencer and Heidi? No. I guess Spencer found out that Brody had been hanging out with me, and now he's not returning Brody's phone calls. That's a little, um, immature. But you know what? It happens. Me and Heidi were best best friends. That's true. But you guys didn't end being friends because she was hanging out with someone you didn't necessarily like, you know? That's exactly what I was Yeah, but Brody's not dating you. Oh, I know, like, I know. you I guys know. are friends. I mean, it's probably just a momentary tiff. Oh, I love that word, tiff. Do you know my name was going to be Tiffany? Or Crystal? <laughs> Crystal? Could you see me as a Tiffany or Crystal? Tiff. Chris. Chrissy. Crystal. Crystal. In the end of that, when they're like, Tiff, Chris, that's one of my favorite Whitney and Lauren moments. And it's just such a little moment, but it means so much. 
So now we're back at Audrina in Lauren's apartment and Lauren's asking for fashion advice. She's like, should I wear the blue one or the black one? And we don't know where they're going, but it's her and Lo sitting on the bed and Audrina's getting ready. And Audrina's like, go with the black one. And then she goes, I'm going on a date with Justin. <laughs> and she says, he wants to take things super slow and evolve before we become boyfriend and girlfriend. And Lowe's there, right? And Lowe's a little bitchy, but I love Lowe. You guys know that. I'm not going to keep repeating myself. I'm going to try not to repeat myself a million times. Anyway, Lowe goes, haven't you guys been dating for like two years? Yeah. How long have you been dating recently? Like four months. Yeah, he should definitely be your boyfriend by now. Lowe just says what we're all thinking. But Justin Bobby pulls up and he beeps for Audrina and then they head out to Toy for dinner. And it looks like Toy's like a sushi place because all they eat is sushi. That is all that these, these people eat. But Audrina says she isn't hungry and Justin is like, why did we even go to dinner then? I guess I have to do my, why did we even go to dinner then? <laughs> and Audrina goes, to get to know each other. Oh, I know you. Am I that easy to figure out? And Justin's like, no, no, we know each other pretty well. We've known each other for two years. Of course we know each other. There are little things that surprise me, but of course we know each other. And then Audrina speaks up a little and she goes, how slow is slow for you? Because Audrina wants a label. Audrina wants to be his girlfriend for some God knows why reason. I mean, he's beautiful, so that's probably why. But she really wants to be JB's girlfriend. And Justin Bobby goes on this bizarre riddled rant. But if you take apart the riddle, he's just saying he doesn't want to be with her. It's just like a stoner fuckboy speech that he gives her. And he's like, I don't care for a label because I don't care. It doesn't matter. It makes, it makes me mad because I don't need society to make me do something. And I don't need other people in your ear telling you that we need a label when we know what we have and we have what we know. And it's like, all right, Justin, just say you don't want to date her. But let me tell you this. If a guy says he doesn't want a label, don't try and get the label from him. Just leave. Don't be there. Like, if you're dating someone for four months and they're like, I'm just not ready for a label yet. I'm just, I'm not there yet. Fucking leave. Like, don't, don't waste your time with that person. That is my advice to you. Someone who's only been in like two relationships and they both crashed and burned. I am the pinnacle for all advice, I promise. But the next scene, we have Brody calling Spencer and Brody's like, why are you mad? And he goes, if you're mad at me for hanging out with Lauren, that's ridiculous, dog. And then Spencer, I care about loyalty and you know that. You're rolling around with my enemy, which means you're now my enemy. And Brody's like, I feel like I'm in high school again. And Spencer just goes, I have nothing to say to you and hangs up. And that is a very angry Playboy Spence. But it's funny, like, as after he hangs up, Brody just, like, looks at his phone and goes, bitch. <laughs> and now we're at the Roosevelt Hotel for a little bit of a Sunday fun day. And Lo and Lauren are checking out boys. And Lo points out one guy and Lauren's like, ew, no, you can see his ribs. I like my men with a little meat on their bodies. But all of a sudden, Audrina comes out of nowhere and she says, hi, silly willy. <laughs> It's so weird. And so it's just so bizarre. And I love it so much. Like in that moment, I'm like, I think I really like Audrina. So can someone tell her to unblock me? But Audrina starts talking about Justin Bobby, of course. And she's like, he doesn't want labels. He just doesn't want a label. And I'm just going to have to deal with that. So Audrina goes, I can be oversensitive sometimes. And Lauren goes, you're not being oversensitive. He's being over asshole. Hell yeah, he is. Honestly, Jay, Justin Bobby, like, it's kind of funny. Sometimes I feel like he's the most normal one on the show. But then you watch other clips and you're like, wow, he's just such an asshole. 
to Audrina. By the way, he deactivated his Instagram, which I thought was interesting. I thought I was blocked by Justin Bobby, but he deactivated his Instagram. So if you're trying to find his page, it's gone and you're not blocked. Don't worry. But Audrina ends up saying, she's like, I'm just going to give it a rest. Brody and Frankie show up and Frankie looks at Lauren. He's like, I called you. I called you. You didn't call me back. And Brody goes, don't call my girl dog. Then Frankie's like, oh, is she your girl now, dog? Is she your dog? Is she your girl? And then he asks about Lauren's sleepover. And Lauren says, Lauren was drinking and couldn't drive home or something like that. And Brody's like, don't make it seem like that. Don't make it seem like you just couldn't drive home. But then Brody goes, yeah, Spencer broke up with me on the way here or whatever he says. And Lauren's like, that's weird because I would never be mad at you for hanging out with Spencer. Lauren, don't act like you're the bigger person in this, like, at all. I do think she has a right to be mad at Spencer and Heidi, but it's also, like, don't act like you're some bigger person because you don't care if Brody hangs out with them. I don't know. To me, I was just like, Lauren, stop. Stop it. But while everyone's partying, Spidey is at home and Heidi is folding laundry. And she asks Spencer to help with laundry and he says no, but he's mentally helping her. He's giving her like good mental vibes and supporting her doing laundry. What like a dick. Like I just, I hated that so much. Spencer seems very off. Obviously he just broke up with Brody, so he's not super happy at the moment. And we find out that Heidi is going to be having breakfast with Jennifer Bunny. We're going to see Jennifer Bunny again. In the very next scene, we see Miss Jennifer Bunny sitting at breakfast waiting for Heidi. And Heidi like walks up to her and she goes, you look so different. And Heidi's like the way she says it. Jen's just kind of like, oh, I don't know. Well, allegedly Jen had a little nose job. I don't know if it's true. I'm going to say allegedly. So that might be why she maybe looks a little different. But Heidi's starting to look different as well. I feel like season three, season four, you start to see a big change in like Heidi's facial features. Honestly, I think season three is Heidi's best look. And she kind of looks more like season three now than she did right at like, what, season five or season six. But Jen asks if Heidi's still friends with everyone. And Heidi's like, no, I was never friends with them. They were Spencer's friends anyway. And then Heidi spills tea that Brody's the one who spread the rumors. She's like, it's funny that Brody's hanging out with Lauren because he's the one who spread the rumors. And Jen Bunny kind of looks at her and she goes, I don't believe that. And Heidi's like, well, I heard him say it. And Jen's just kind of like, no, he didn't. Like, if Jen Bunny's calling you out on your bullshit, well, she called me out on my bullshit. <laughs> you probably did some bullshit if, if Jen Bunny's calling you out. But she's just kind of like, no, you're wrong. And then Jen Bunny's like, it's sad that after a year, all of our friendships have ended. They've all crushed and burned. And it's just like a weird conversation. It's very tense. And then Heidi goes, I just don't care anymore. I don't care about it. And Jen's like, do you think you'll ever be friends with Lauren again? She goes, no, I don't. And that's kind of how the episode ends. It ends up like flashing to Spencer sitting on his laptop looking sad. And then it flashes to the Roosevelt pool where everyone's having a blast. And then it's Heidi walking away from this awkward ass breakfast with Jem Bunny. It's just a really awkward ending to this episode. And yeah, as I said before, it is kind of a filler episode. So thank you so much for sitting with me through that. <laughs> It's only going to get better, though, because I think Stephanie Pratt's on her way. I think Stephanie Pratt is ready to make an appearance, and that crazy bitch knows how to make TV really great. But over the week, I think on Monday, an article came out saying Kristen left Jay because he was lazy or unmotivated or something like that. I'm pretty sure it was like Us Weekly. And there, of course, a source told them that that's why they broke up. 
And that really backfired. Like Twitter went crazy. I need to stop saying things because I'm pretty sure that I said, you know, Kristen hasn't been canceled on Twitter yet. Okay, now Kristen has pretty much been canceled on Twitter. I just need to stop putting things out into the universe. But basically a lot of people were like, um, he played in the NFL for 12 years. He's more than allowed to sit on his ass if that's what he wants to do. And like I said, Twitter had a field day. So I know Reddit can be really brutal, but Twitter, Twitter's like no man's land. I always say Twitter is a lawless land and I never want to get in trouble on Twitter because people just go insane, right? So then a little bit later, either later that day or the next day, an article came out saying, no, Kristen doesn't think he's lazy, but the damage was already done. I don't know. I just, I feel like now is the time to just stop putting out articles. We're going to just stop doing that because there are just too many and there are too many back and forths. And it's like I'm getting whiplash trying to read everything. Do I think Jay deserves to enjoy his retirement? Yes. But I also will say, people were saying like, you know, Kristen doesn't make any money. Kristen just uses his money. But that's not true. I, at least I don't think it's true. I don't know. I mean, obviously, Kristen does not make NFL money. Like, I guess I can say that pretty like for certain. But I mean, she has like, she has Uncommon James, but then she has the jewelry, home goods and children's line, right? So she has all that. She also hosted that Temptation, Paradise Hotel. I almost said Temptation Island, but I'm pretty sure it was Paradise Hotel. She has a show where she's also the executive producer. She's making a lot of money off that. Um, She has her cookbooks that I'm sure are still being sold. I'm sure people are still buying them. I know she doesn't have the shoes with Chinese laundry anymore, but I really feel like Kristen has always done a really good job of staying in the media and also like selling stuff or like ending up on shows and I don't think it's fair for someone to just say like, oh, well, you know, she married an NFL player and now she wants that NFL money, even though he worked for it and all this stuff. Because I do think Kristen makes like a decent amount of money on her own. I have nothing to back that up. I have not checked celebrity net worth. And like I said, obviously Jay has NFL money, which is crazy. And you know what? He played for 12 seasons. He deserves that money. But I don't think it's fair to be like, oh, well, he has all this money and Kristen doesn't have shit when obviously Kristen has money. Obviously, Kristen has worked. And obviously, I'm pretty sure she's making a pretty decent sized paycheck being not only starring on Very Cavallari, but being an executive producer. She probably gets like a decent amount of money from that alone. But yeah, she got dragged pretty hard. She did. Barstool Sports got a hold of that. And Barstool Sports is not a fan of Kristen right now. They love Jay. So that was kind of interesting to see. And also today, it's Mother's Day. So if you're a mom, Happy Mother's Day. Um, If today's a hard day for you for whatever reason, just know that, you know, it's okay if you have a strained relationship with your mom to not enjoy this day. It's okay to to feel how you feel on this day. I'm just going to say it that way. But Jay's Instagram posted something about Kristen. And Kristen's been very vocal about running Jay's Instagram. But maybe since the divorce, he took it over. Who knows? He did update the bio basically saying it was his now. But who knows? Who knows? (laughs) I don't know. Because somebody asked me about it and I was like, honestly, I have no idea. And I say this all the time, but I'm pretty sure this episode is going to be shorter than most episodes. And I apologize about that. I just feel like right now with quarantine, not a a whole lot going on at the moment. (laughs) One thing I want to talk about is a celebrity blind that I think about all the time. I've mentioned it before. I'm going to tell you right now. Okay. Leonardo DiCaprio wearing headphones during sex. I think about it constantly. I don't know why I think about it. I want to know what he's listening to because I recently saw like a random, I'm going to talk about an Instagram in a minute, but 
this Instagram has been posting. So they say they're a blind Instagram, right? They say they post blinds, but the thing is they don't. They post DMs. And I think that's a really tough way to go about it because I read a lot of blinds, right? Like I kind of look at them and try and study them and figure out who's who. And I already have ideas of who like a PR relationship is and what a PR relationship isn't and things like that. But they're just posting a bunch of DMs of people saying crazy things. Like they've said that like allegedly Taylor Swift is a crazy sex addict. They said just like a bunch of random shit. And I'm like, if you post that, that's dangerous because people may not realize that like that's not real. People may take this as end all be all. And I, I've followed blinds for like t- two or three years now. And I've never seen anything like Taylor Swift wise like that. And there have even been other ones that I read. I, I mean, I haven't screenshotted them, but I've kind of been like, that doesn't sound right. But this one sounds right because there have been so many rumors about Leonardo DiCaprio wearing headphones during sex, which is the most bizarre thing. And I hate it. I think Leonardo DiCaprio is weird. I'm going to say that he does a lot for the environment. Love that for him. But you shouldn't be like 46 dating 24-year-olds. That's just gross to me. Anyway, I wonder what he listens to. Somebody commented on something saying he listens to Blake Lively's voice because she's the one who got away. Can you imagine if that's true? All I can think about is like the one scene in Gossip Girl when she's like, I didn't come back for you, she says it to Nate. And imagine if that's just on repeat or... Or if it's like her bad Boston accent in the town. I'm really curious what exactly it is that he listens to. Maybe he listens to like Michael Bolton or something very kind. Maybe he listens to like Metallica and Ozzy Osbourne. There's so many questions and I'll never meet Leonardo DiCaprio. And even if I did meet him, I would not ask what he listens to when he has sex. But it's just it's probably the blind I think about the most. Okay, so that's obviously Celebrity Blind that I really like, the Leonardo DiCaprio one. But there's also one that just came out. It was revealed the other day. It was actually revealed today, just kidding. But it's something about Ariana Grande, Scooter Braun, Justin Bieber, Demi Lovato. And for a while, Ariana Grande actually left Scooter as a manager. I don't know how many of you guys know that. But back in 2016, she ended up dumping Scooter Braun He kind of seemed to blacklist her, so she ended up taking him back. Now, this blind item, I think, is really interesting, and it goes along with the tweet that Ariana Grande said, so I'm going to read the blind item for you. The donut liquor didn't like a few recent moves by her manager as it relates to other stars under his wing, especially his biggest, at least in his mind. The donut liquor is ready to walk. That would be a massive hit to the manager. She also doesn't like him always pushing collaborations with the B-plus list singer who has her own issues and is always looking to find a sharp knife to stick in your back. So as I said, that's Ariana, Scooter Braun, Bieber, and Demi. And you know what? I actually agree about the collaboration thing. I know that he now manages Dan and Shay as well. So it makes sense why Justin Bieber has a collaboration with them. And it also makes sense why Dan and Shay blew up. I mean, Dan and Shay are super talented guys. I'm not taking that away from them. But when you sign a deal with the devil, you're gonna be all over the place. But to go back to what I was talking about, Obviously, um, Bieber and Ariana Grande just came out with their song Stuck With You, which sounds like Love on the Brain by Rihanna. The beginning kind of reminded me of Lover by Taylor Swift, but like I listened to it a little more and I'm like, that sounds just like Love on the Brain by Rihanna. 
So if you don't know what I'm talking about, give them both a listen. And it's funny. Somebody was actually like, is it okay that I like that song? Listen, you are allowed to like or dislike whoever you want. I'm not going to get mad at you if you like Justin Bieber or Ariana Grande or you don't like Taylor Swift. We all have our own preferences. And there are like random people I don't like that everybody seems to like. Like I don't like, um, I don't like Rashida Jones and I have no reason to dislike her. I just don't care for her. Like, it's just like a weird preference that I have. But anyway, now back to what I was talking about with Ariana Grande and Justin Bieber and all this stuff. So in the Stuck With You music video, there was a video with Carol Baskin, Carol Baskin, and her, whoever her now husband is. Justin Bieber tweeted it. He tweeted the clip saying, tonight, hashtag stuck with you, period. He ain't going nowhere. And Ariana Grande responded to that and said, for the record, I do not allow or approve this clip to be in the actual video, but nonetheless, it exists in that dot 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 unique. So obviously Ariana Grande is not happy and I am not a huge Ariana Grande fan. I'm not going to like take away her talent that she has, but I do think that Scooter has pushed her a lot harder than she needed to ever be pushed. I mean, she's been through a lot since, um, I guess since the Manchester bombing, right? Like before that, I feel like she was always kind of in trouble, like licking donuts and saying she hated her fans and all that stuff. But then the Manchester bombing happened. And obviously, I can't even imagine how traumatic that was. Like I am not downplaying that at all. It clearly did a number on her for good reason. And she has said like going on tour is really hard for her. And even on her pat, her the sweetener, sweeter tour that she was just on. I mean, she's crying on stage and Scooter Braun's still like, nah, nah, you're good. <laughs> Keep it going. So that is my issue with Scooter Braun. And I've had issues with Scooter Braun before the whole Taylor Swift thing. I just want to say that probably if you look back like 10 years, you'll, well, maybe not 10 years, but maybe like five years, you'll see me tweeting about how I don't like how he treats his artists. I think that he pushes them really far. And I also think it's really crazy. He thinks Justin Bieber is his biggest artist when he has like Ariana Grande. In my opinion, right now, at least, Ariana Grande is bigger than Justin Bieber. Just my opinion. I don't know if record sales would agree with me, but I feel like they might. So I will not give out any spoilers, but I wanted to talk about a few shows that I've been watching because typically I'll watch shows that are already on. Like me binge watching a show. I still, I try not to because I can't remember anybody's names. And I've watched two seasons of Dead to Me and I don't really remember anyone's names. But I do think it's funny, Christina Applegate is in that. And when Talon did the live, he said that Christina Applegate was staying in Laguna and was like a big fan of his. And now she's in a show, Dead to Me, that's based in Laguna. I just think that's kind of funny. But I'm not finished with this season yet. So far, I'm kind of like, okay, all right. Like, it's kind of dragging out. There are a couple like, oh my God, moments. But I'm not super into it, which makes me sad. And Christina Applegate does not say fuck nearly enough because there's no one who says fuck better than Christina Applegate. I just want to say that. I also watched Hollywood on Netflix and I'm not really a huge Ryan Murphy fan. I loved Glee from seasons like one to three. But other than that, it was always kind of like, meh. Like, I guess I'm not into scary shows. I'm not into scary shows. So me saying meh to like the the horror shows, it's not, <laughs> I would not trust my judgment because I am not into horror at all. Like I'm not into horror movies. I'm not into any of that. Oh my God, I just heard my accent come out very strong there. I'm sorry. But anyway, I watched Hollywood on Netflix. So good. Such a great show. I watched it in two days. Highly recommend. And there, do you guys remember like my obsession with Evelyn Hugo? Like there's kind of like Evelyn Hugo vibes there. 
And if you don't know what I'm talking about, there's a book called The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. I also watched the Little Fires Everywhere finale, like the series finale. I won't give anything away if you haven't watched or whatever, but it left me feeling very empty. Like, I felt like there was no closure. There was really, really nothing. I thought the acting was great, but everyone was like, oh, it's as good as Big Little Lies and all this stuff. I'm like, no, it isn't. Stop lying to everybody. I mean, it's a good show. It's a great show. And whoever played Pearl, the um, Kerry Washington's daughter, I, I could Google it. I'm not, I didn't Google her name, but she's like a really great actress. And I hope to see her in a bunch of stuff because she definitely, definitely deserves it. And whoever played a young Kerry Washington, she did an incredible job too. But yeah, the end, I was just kind of like, okay, that's it. Like that, that's really it. And apparently the show is better than the book. Again, I haven't read the book. I mean, <laughs> you'll see that in my life. I don't read the book, but, but yeah, those are the shows that I've been watching. Um, the Bold Type comes back in June, which I'm excited about. And it's really funny. Someone was like, if you could have like anyone on your podcast, who would it be? And obviously there are a lot of people that I want on the podcast, right? Like there are a bunch. Like if I could get like Taylor Swift on the podcast, absolutely. If I could get Kelsey Ballerini to talk about the Hills, absolutely. I would love that. But I would really love to have the cast of The Bold Type, any, any of them any cast member from the bull type. I would love to have them on the podcast and we don't even need to talk about Laguna of the Hills. So that's one thing I'm going to actually start doing. I know it's tough to kind of rebrand because everything's Laguna Biatch. So nothing is changing in the name. That's why I added like a recap and pop culture podcast to the title. I made a little longer, but I would love to have people from other shows, just other celebrities join the podcast, just something to make it a little more different and reach out to more people. I think that would be really cool. So just keep that in mind. I may be having a few people from the challenge join, um, but don't worry. I will always, unless it's like a strictly like, say if I have Nani or Jemmy from the challenge, Jemmy will probably talk the hills with me in Laguna, but like Nani, we're going to keep it the challenge. So there might be episodes that are dedicated to different shows with different guests. And I think that's exciting. I think that'll be a lot of fun. And I hope you guys feel the same way. Speaking of the challenge, I am very into it this season. I I hate though, I hate how sometimes they don't have an elimination and a challenge in one episode. Like that really drives me crazy. I also want to reach out to MTV right now. I know you're listening. Stop playing ridiculousness for 90 hours a week. Like it's a lot. Nobody Nobody cares. Sorry if you like ridiculousness. Sorry if I offended you, but I would rather have reruns of the real world or old challenges or Laguna or the Hills or fucking Maui Fever or Newport Harbor. I don't care. Anything, anything is better than Rob Deerdick and Chanel West Coast. I can't even listen to it for like two minutes. It drives me out of my fucking mind. So Teen Mom came back and I am a Teen Mom watcher. You guys know how much I love to hate Teen Mom. And watching Amber say how anxious she is all the time, right? She's like, I can't get up. I can't see my daughter because I have anxiety and I am not downplaying anxiety. Like I I understand mental health is real. And I mean, even if you look at like Leah and Caitlin on Teen Mom um, OG and Teen Mom 2, they've come out and talked a lot about their mental health and how they've had to really, really work through it. And it's kind of nice to watch them work through it. Like Caitlin, I feel like we have Caitlin back and I always really liked Caitlin. I think that she is a great mom and like growing up with the mom she had, the fact that she's able to really forgive her and like give her another chance. Like that's a beautiful story in my opinion. But Amber will just sit there and be like, oh, I haven't seen Leah in three months because my anxiety's bad. All right, you're going to tell me your anxiety's bad. 
But when Belgian boy comes over here who you met on Instagram who you've never spoken to, you're like cool with it and you don't have an issue going and hanging out with Leah and Gary and Christina, that's some fucking bullshit, okay? Like, I I hate that. And for a while, I was really rooting for Amber. But then you saw her get with Matt, and you were like, oh, shit. Like, that guy's bad news. And then you see her get with Andrew, who seems a little better. And I will say, you know, someone was like, well, he wanted to make more money to be on the show. Well, yeah, of course he did. He knows what kind of edit he's going to get. He knows MTV is going to protect him. They're going to protect Amber. Like, I would want a bigger paycheck, too. But yeah, she she wants to sit there and be like, oh, you know, my husband, I mean, my anxiety, I can't leave the couch, I can't leave my bed, I have bipolar, I have borderline, blah, 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 blah. And I'm sure she does have all those things. But my thing is, you need to be proactive about certain things. And admitting you have, you know, these mental health issues or whatever, that's a great step. But know what? You have to really work on yourself if you really want, you know, she's always like, I want my son in my life. I want my daughter in my life. Then step up and try do it. Like, it's so tough because I know, I feel like I'm sounding like I don't understand mental health. And that is not the case. I have a lot of mental health, like in my family. A lot of people have dealt with struggles and, you know, there's a whole, I don't know, gonna get into family issues too much. But I do understand the struggles people have with mental health. And I know it's not something to just kind of brush under the table. But I feel like Amber just uses it as a crutch more than anything, which I don't appreciate. And I'm sure her daughter doesn't appreciate the fact that her mom can't drop her off at school because of her anxiety, but can have some guy from Belgium stay with her for three months. That's fucking insane. Whew, thank you for, thank you for being with me through that. It's actually cool. I was talking to someone, one of my followers, she works on MTV. She, I mean, works on Teen Mom. She is a production assistant, I want to say, or she helps run production. I don't, I'm sorry, I don't know her correct title and that is my bad. But she's like super close with Chelsea and she said Chelsea's like the nicest one to work with. Um, She said Leah's come a really long way. I guess she was on the set of Ryan and Bentley playing golf. And I was like, I felt like Ryan is really jealous of Bentley. And she's like, yeah, we all think that. She also, I asked her, I don't know how closely any of you really watch Teen Mom. But I asked her about two seasons or three seasons ago when Ryan was nodding off while driving. And she said they just have GoPros in the car. There's no live feed. So there's no way that MTV could have seen him in that state while he was driving. And I was kind of like, well, what about before he got in the car? But maybe, I don't know, maybe he was fine when he got in the car and then it all hit him. I don't really know. But she did say if MTV did realize that he was that fucked up, there's no way he would have been behind a wheel of a car. So that actually makes me happy. That makes me feel good. So let's talk about some PR relationships. And I'm going to give you a few that I really think. And I don't want the Taylor Swift fans to come after me because you guys know how much I love her. Just because what I'm about to say about her does not mean I love her any less. I think Taylor Swift, I'm going to, I mean, I've said this about Kristen, but I think Taylor Swift is a great marketer and plays the game better than anybody else. I think Taylor Swift shows us what we want to see but it's not everything, right? And and I get that. Like, she's a huge star. And one thing that she has done is linked all her songs to different boyfriends that she's dated, right? I don't think any of those relationships are real. Boom, mic drop. I think every single one of her relationships have been fake or public relationships, I should say, because I do think that she is probably dating someone. It's just not who we see. And I know all you Joe Alwyn lovers are gonna get mad at me for that, 
But let me explain. So I'm trying to think, I think Taylor Lautner and Taylor Swift was one of the first where it was like, oh, she's dating him because they're in a movie together. And then they had that one date night or two date nights where, you know, she called every paparazzi she knew and they were slammed by paparazzi. So that's kind of where I think that the whole PR relationship really started. And even with Joe Jonas, you know, he was at the height of Jonas Brothers fame. She's Taylor Swift trying to trying to make more of a name for herself. You can even use that. But I'm going to start with Taylor Lautner. So from Taylor Lautner, we go to Jake Gyllenhaal. I think. <laughs> I'm not going to get these all right in order. And I don't know about the Jake Gyllenhaal relationship, right? So there are just so many things about it. And maybe that one was real. But then you read all these blinds about Jake Gyllenhaal, but you just read so many different things about so many different people. But whoever she was dating at the time of All Too Well, thank you so much for that song. I appreciate it. The thing with PR relationships is that I think eventually the veil falls. So Harry Styles and Taylor Swift. That really, in my opinion, as someone who was not a One Direction fan, put Harry Styles on the map for me. I didn't really care about Harry Styles. I didn't know anything about Harry Styles. But he's with Taylor Swift, and I'm kind of like, oh, okay. And that weekend, they had the most crystal clear paparazzi photos out there, right? Like, so crystal clear. If you look at any of the other paparazzi photos from any other member of One Direction like that, Madison Square Garden weekend, it's insane. And also, it's really weird There are pictures of Taylor Swift, like, leaving Harry Styles' apartment, but know who's leading her out? Diana Agron from Glee. I'm gonna let you guys do your own digging on that little, on that little thing. So, Diana Agron, Taylor Swift, they're, they're together a lot. Even, even when she's making out with Connor Kennedy in the Cape, in Cape Cod, Massachusetts, who's next to her? Diana Agron from Glee. Why is Diana there? Oh, they're best friends, right. Okay, so... We get the, we get 1989, which most of those songs are apparently about Harry Styles. But I don't think so. I think those songs are about whoever she was really dating at that time. And I know it sounds crazy to so many people. I know you guys probably think I'm wearing like a tinfoil hat and it's okay. You don't need to drink my (laughs) Kool-Aid. But I think she needs a public muse. And that's something that she's always kind of had. So Calvin Harris was caught. I believe he had a car crash and a girl was in the passenger seat with him. I think he was really dating that girl. Whoever her name was, I totally forget but I'm pretty sure he was really dating that girl because now they live together. So Tom Hiddleston and Taylor Swift, again, a totally fake couple. I mean, just look at them. Like, it was such a whirlwind romance, right? And there are cameras everywhere. There are paparazzi everywhere for that relationship. How is she going to act like that's like, I don't know. She was pretty private with Calvin. Like, they weren't photographed all over the place. In New York City, they were, which makes sense, but not in, like, his hometown in England or sweet I think he's English. Whereas Tom Hiddleston, you have like pictures of Taylor and her mom and his mom walking down the beach in Rhode Island, like just really planted things. And I feel like that really gave the ammo for Taylor Swift haters to be like, look at how fake this is. This is not real. He's wearing an I Heart TS shirt. It's fucking stupid. Come on. There's no way that's real. All right. We're going to talk about Joe Alwyn. And whenever I talk about him, I always get hate messages because people get mad at me because I'm about to I'm about to throw some things out there. <laughs> Again, I do think Taylor's dating someone. I don't know who it is, but I don't think it's Joe. So I've read a lot about contract relationships. There are plenty of contract relationships in Hollywood. Bradley Cooper and Irina Sherink were allegedly 
a contract couple and they were together for five years. They had a kid together and then they broke up. Allegedly, that is how it went. And all this is allegedly, you guys already know that. All right, I don't need to go back and add that. You guys know that this is all allegedly. But I do think Taylor and Joe have, allegedly have a contract relationship. And this is why. He wants to be a famous actor. She wants to date someone who can be super low key or date in quotation marks. So, you know, they're dating and all this stuff. And she never says who her songs are about. But in reputation, apparently during the secret sessions, someone, someone in her camp or she said like all the love songs are about Joe, which she's never done before. Okay. So who I think whoever she's really dating, she's really protecting that person. So we get reputation. We see him at a few shows. He's in the documentary that gets released on Netflix, all this stuff. But I think Joe's starting to want a little more, right? He doesn't want to just be Taylor's little boyfriend who, I don't know, Swifties love. So they go to the Golden Globes together and they don't walk the carpet together, but they sit together. Know what happens day after the Golden Globes? Joe Alwyn is featured in a Tom Ford advertisement. Of course he went out there to put his name out there because if he didn't, people would just be like, oh, there's there's Taylor Swift's boyfriend, but but now they're at the Golden Globe, so they're real. So this is official, right? Okay, so most recently, Joe Alwyn posted pictures of Benjamin, Taylor's cat. So everyone's like, oh my God, they're quarantining together. Okay, for sure, like whatever. Anyway, the day before that happened, Colby Calais was talking about the song Breathe that she wrote with Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift, there's been rumors that Breathe is about Emily Pope, Taylor Swift's former fiddle player. If you look it up, there's a whole bunch of stuff about it. I don't know if it's true. It's just rumors. But Colby Calais said, Taylor came to me with this song and she was really heartbroken about a band member that just left. Okay, like that that sparks some people's minds. They're like, oh my God, Emily Pope, of course. Like, of course. Like now it's all making sense. It got so big. Like it, that story got so much traction. Obviously, if you're not a Taylor Swift fan, you probably don't know this. But it got so much traction. It was on like front page of Reddit being like, Colby Calais confirms Breathe is about Emily Pope. Next day, what happens? Joe posts pictures of Benjamin So that goes on the front page of Reddit rather than the Emily Pope theory. So to me, it's just interesting to see like those kind of things. Even right before she released Delicate, she was pictured with Joe and he's wearing, um, what, dark jeans and his Nikes, I believe. So it's like, come on. (laughs) And maybe they are, I don't know. This is what I feel. I mean, a lot of people think they're the real deal. A lot of people think they're already engaged or married. But I think Taylor shows us what she wants us to see, but is still very private. And she's very good at it. She's the best in the game at it. So that's just one part of the fake relationships. (laughs) Obviously, we have Camilla and Sean. You guys know they're fake. There's no doubt they're real. I mean, 13-year-olds aren't going to look at them and be like, oh my god, they're fake. But we're adults. (laughs) We can see how fake it is. And again, I think that they are really dating who they want to date. And eventually it'll come out like, oh, Camilla's cheating on Sean. But in real life, she's probably really dating that person. And apparently they met on the Austin Mahone tour. Do you guys remember Austin Mahone? He had that one song. He was like a brunette Bieber that never got there. But on that tour, it was Austin Mahone, Shawn Mendes, and Fifth Harmony. And apparently they like hung out and got along really well there. But you know, it's funny. She was allegedly dating Austin Mahone at the time. So it's kind of like PR relationship. Okay, another PR relationship. All right, we got you, girl. I don't know. I don't know if Camilla will ever become like a huge, like her trying to sell out arenas. I don't know if that's going to happen for her, which is too bad because 
I don't know. I don't care for her, really. She annoys me, but that's not her fault. It's because her team has shoved her so far down my throat. It's nothing against her. I don't think she's like a bad singer or anything. Look at me throwing out compliments left and right and left and right because I know people are going to get mad at me about that Taylor Swift thing I just said. I mean, I think another really popular one that people might not think was fake was Kristen Stewart and Robert Pattinson. Again, I think that they were dating other people the whole time. I mean, even Kristen, she was on Howard Stern or something and she was like, I've never been in the closet. I've always dated girls from a young age, but I think when you're trying to come up in Hollywood and you're about to be a part of this huge ass um, franchise, I almost said trilogy, it was more than three, franchise, you dating the lead is probably a good look. Like, I'm sure the whole studio was like, no, you're going to date Robert. That's who you're going to date. And Robert's just smart enough to not get fingered on a bridge in New York City or wherever the fuck she hooked up with that director. But again, that was a director for a movie she was working on. And again, that's some PR and bad PR. That's very bad PR. But I think that they were totally fake. A lot of people say um, Lily Rose Depp and Timothy Chalamet are fake. Or they broke up, so were fake. I think it just makes sense to put big names with big names sometimes. I mean, Kristen's publicist, Jack, I'm going to say Jack K. I can't say his last name. He wrote a whole book on it. He wrote a whole book about how he worked for this PR firm and he had to kind of get like up and coming stars to date actors. That was his job is to put together PR relationships that people will believe. And if you had to ask me maybe two or three years ago, I probably wouldn't have the same answers. I feel like I've spent a lot of time reading blinds and kind of talking to people in the in Hollywood and getting not getting to know them, but kind of just like feeling it out and kind of putting things together. So if all this sounds crazy to you, okay. The Kardashians really triggered me. The Kardashians always trigger me. You know that. But apparently Kim and Kanye are having issues. They're trying to sell that narrative right now. But anyway, Courtney, no, Chloe and Mason TP'd Courtney's house. And I was like, you motherfuckers, I can't find toilet paper anywhere. Luckily, I have like 10 rolls, but those could go quickly. You never know. So somebody did ask about my love for Britney Snow. And I just think Britney Snow is great. I think Britney Snow is a talented legend who can sing, dance, act, She's very beautiful and I don't think she gets the credit she deserves. So I make it my mission to give her that credit. But I don't know. I've always liked her, even in American Dreams. She was great in her like SVU specials that she's done. I think she's been on SVU twice. Um, John Tucker Must Die, Hairspray, Pitch Perfect. I just love her. I just, I think she's great and I think she's really pretty. She was like the first girl that I was like, oh my God, do I have a crush on her? So that's a fun fact. Her and Rachel Gatina from One Tree Hill were the first girls that I was kind of like, wait, do I like them or do I think they're pretty? <laughs> Somebody asked about the conspiracy theories that I like. I did. I was asked about a Justin and Haley deep dive and a Miley and Liam deep dive. I will work on those. I cannot promise them anytime soon. But some conspiracy theories I like. I mean, I think the government killed JFK. I think the queen killed Princess Di. I think, oh, James Dean, I think that he is still alive. I think James Dean kind of just decided to quit his life, Um, quit his Hollywood life. Let me make that clear. I think that car crash was staged and he moved to Canada. Insane, I know, but I've read a lot about it. I don't really know. I try not to get into too many like government conspiracy theories just because it makes me sad. Like I will never really dive into like 9-11 or the Boston Marathon. Like some people say that the government did those. And to me, it's just like, 
I don't want to think about all those people hurt and dying and the government being behind it. Granted, I did say that the government killed JFK, allegedly. (laughs) No, that's a conspiracy theory. I'm not even saying allegedly. That's a conspiracy theory. Oh, someone asked me about Adele and her weight loss. I mean, as long as she's healthy, I think that's awesome. I've always thought Adele was beautiful, no matter her size. And I know that sounds corny, but it's the truth. I think that she's super beautiful. And as long as she's happy and healthy, I think that's all that matters. But I do think that you shouldn't be defined by your weight. Somebody asked if I thought Wow and Polly are real. And you know what? I, I think it might be for the show. But I also think Polly stays pretty calm most of the time. But he was wasted this last episode. And this past episode was probably like top 10 Jersey Shore episodes. It's really funny. Even if you haven't watched in a long time, you really should. But I do think that Polly was ready. And I think it should have happened. And even though it is fake, or if it's fake, I should say, I don't know if it's fake or real. I do think it's actually, you know what? I keep like going back and forth. I do think it was real because Polly typically doesn't get wasted like that. So I do think it was real. I think Wow should give Polly D a chance. So the last question I'm going to answer, somebody said... They think it would be really cool to hear more about my experience of interviewing people. People, Do I get nervous? Do I go on natural charisma or do I do research before? And what skills have I learned? Some mistakes I've made? I think I just try and be myself. And I know that sounds so lame, but I obviously do research about the person. Like Talon, I made sure I had a whole list of questions. I always make sure I have questions. But I go off of their energy a lot. And I think I've gotten better because there were a few lives where... I did not get a great energy off of them, but I did my best to work with it. And I think that's all you can do. I have learned over the past, what, two and a half years that I've been doing lives that you need to really be respectful. And I remember the first live was with Jessica. And I said, do you want any more kids? And she goes, well, that's personal. And I was kind of like, noted. Okay, that's something I can't ask again. And then I will ask people like, what questions are you uncomfortable answering? And I think that really proves to them that I'm not out just to like wreck their reputation or whatever. But yeah, I've made a ton of mistakes doing lives and a lot of it's like touching my face and reading comments. And sometimes I'll see like a rude comment, like even with the Talon live, someone was like, wow, this is boring. And it was kind of like, well, what do you, what the fuck do you want me to do? And I need to, I don't take that as personally as I used to, even with like bad reviews and rude messages. The rude DMs kind of get to me still, but like a rude comment on my podcast, I'm like, whatever, I don't care anymore. But I do my best just to talk to them like they're human. I think that that's the most important thing. Is just to remember that everybody's human, everybody has feelings, and I wouldn't want people to ask me certain questions, so I don't ask them those certain questions. I try and keep it, like, personal, but not too personal, if that makes sense. Oh, last question. Sorry. Somebody asked me who I'm closest with, like, on the Laguna cast. I talk to Kendra a lot. I talk to Kendra and Cammie quite frequently, and she wasn't exactly a cast member, but Courtney Mayo and I talk like every Friday. I end up like FaceTiming her or she joins a Zoom that I'm a part of. She's really funny. We've become really close. And then for Very Cavallari, I'm closest with Shannon and Colby D. So if you don't follow Colby D, give her a shot. Give her a chance. She's a lot of fun. But I do have a bunch of other questions and topics that I'll get into next week. And I'm really excited. Sorry this one was more heavy like pop culture. Hopefully next episode of The Hills is a little bit more fun. <laughs> But I also wanted to say about this quarantine, I'm going to be starting work, going back into the office again, starting this week, and everything in Nashville is opening. And I don't, it's funny, I remember when I was like, right when restaurants go open, I'm going, right when concerts open, I'm going, no, I'm going to (laughs) wait. I'm going to wait like a week or two, see what happens to everybody, and then go out. 
But I do want to say it's been really, really weird. Somebody did ask me how I was handling quarantine, and I feel like every day is different. Some days I'm really angry and upset. Other days I'm fine. Some days I just want to lay in bed and cry all day. Like, it just really depends. And if you're going through that, like, totally normal. Um, I've been having a really tough time lately because I really miss my cat. (laughs) It's that simple, you know. We were together for 19 years and now I don't have the foster cats to really distract me. So it has been really hard and I've been having like really vivid dreams about her. And this is something fun. In a recent podcast, I said I wasn't super into astrology. I'm not super into like signs and stuff, but I believe if you have, you know, dreams about people or animals who've passed away, that's their way of saying hi. So I've been having really vivid dreams about her and really vivid dreams about like my cousin who passed away and my grandfather who passed away. So those actually take like a real big toll on me. But yeah, I feel like lately I've just been kind of like, blah, even going back to work, I'm kind of like, blah, because no one's in the office. So I'll just sit there by myself and I'm like, I'd rather sit at my house by myself. But eventually things will go back to normal and just know however you're feeling. And I always say this about like everything, however you're feeling, it's how you're feeling. And if you need to reach out and talk to somebody, do it. There's no shame in like asking for help or talking to a therapist or, you know, writing in a journal. And one thing I always tell people, like when you're angry, write a note and hold on to it for like a day or two because you got it all out there. Hold on to it. You know, maybe you'll want to send it, but maybe you won't. Maybe maybe now that you see all the words out on paper, rip it up, throw it away, get rid of it. It's out there. It's done. And it's off your chest. So yeah, I might be writing a nasty letter to COVID-19 because because it's really fucked up a lot of people's lives. And somebody told me, they're like, I feel really guilty about being upset about Taylor Swift's concert being canceled. And I don't think that's a bad thing. Obviously, you're not like, oh, you know, I don't care. People are dying from this. You're upset because something you were looking forward to got canceled. And I think that's very healthy to have as well. But I am going to stop rambling I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. Remember to rate, subscribe, tell your friends. We're getting close to 50K on Instagram. I'm very excited. When we get 50K, I'm going to I'm gonna try and pull a little surprise <laughs> for me and us and all of us to enjoy together. So make sure you tell your friends, tell your aunts, tell your uncles. Be like, hey, are you bored? You should probably listen to this podcast or, or follow this account. This girl, her bangs won't stop growing and she can't get a haircut. It's very crazy. But as always, thank you guys for listening. And I hope you have an awesome rest of your week. I will talk to you next week. And I do have, like I said, I have some topics for next week. But if there's anything you really, 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 really want me to dive into, go to the Facebook page. If you just type in the Laguna Biatches, the group will pop up and you can join it. You have to answer who blocked me. I don't know who the options are anymore, but it's Spencer or you can put Audrina or Ash. Well, Ashley Waller unblocked me, but you can put either Spencer or Audrina and we have a lot of fun in there. We talk, we have a good time. So have an awesome week. I will talk to you later and you know what? Make sure you drink some water. Make sure you hydrate a little bit. All right. Bye.